Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Boss Bay Blog Podcast. I am your host, Katan, and we're coming to you live from BossBayBlog.com. So today's podcast is Somebody Should Have Told You Part 2. If you were part of Somebody Should Have Told You Part 1, then you already know the concept. But if you weren't, let me explain it. So Somebody Should Have Told You is dedicated to those business professionals out there that may need a little bit of feedback, advice, and insight on how they can elevate their brand. The reason for this episode is because we are in a cancel culture, and so sometimes When people share their opinions or their feedback, they don't always get um, a welcoming response or people are not as appreciative, even when they ask for the feedback. So I say this because business owners, you know, we really do a good job of trying to make sure we keep positive and, you know, mutually positive relationships with other business owners and they don't know you as well. So if they don't know you as well, they're probably not going to be giving you this direct and raw feedback because, again, we don't know how people respond when you don't know them personally. So somebody should have told you is a way for you to list to ways you can grow your business, elevate it. And even if it's not for you, but you know someone who might need to hear it, go ahead and send that to them. So we have four different topics that we're going to be discussing today. And the first one that I'm going to be talking about is business mindset. So this is a big one. Uh, we we kind of already went over this, but I'm just going to bring it up again. If you have a business and every time that you present your business, You sound like you're talking about a charity, um, a project, um, something where people need to be feeling sorry for you, donating a GoFundMe. If that's what it sounds like when you present your business to other people, you're going to have a really hard time with people seeing your business as anything but that. I get some business owners that will come to me and say things like, oh, well, I don't understand why people don't want to pay full price. I don't get why they ask me questions on this or why they're concerned about that. But think about it. If you go to a doctor and a doctor tells you that you might need surgery and they look at you and they say, "Mm, you might, you might need surgery. Are you going to feel comfortable going into surgery? Are you going to be like, okay, sign me up. I trust you. No, you're going to be nervous. And small business shoppers have been burned before. Some of them have. So when they talk to you as a business owner, if you don't sound confident in your own business, how are you expecting them to sound confident in wanting to purchase from your business? So the tips that I've been given in the past is, You need to figure out uh, one thing. The first thing is you have to understand that you're going to go through hardships in business. Your business isn't always going to be perfect and you're going to have areas where you need to elevate. With that being said, you got to make up your mind at one point to say, "Okay, this is this is a part of business. I'm going to figure out what solutions and get to where I need to be or I'm going to let that keep me down and be complaining and whining about it all the time. If you're the person that is going to let you keep you down or it's going to be a problem for you and you're not going to be able to overcome obstacles, you really need to ask yourself, should you have a business? Because as a business owner, as a CEO, as a leader, you're going to have to be solution oriented. So talking about everything that is not going well, that doesn't work, that you don't like with people that you want to buy into your vision is not going to get you your sales, your clients, your followers, your supporters. It's it's simply not. So you need to look and find a specialist. Um, What kind of specialist? It's up to you. Do you need a therapist? Because business and personal life are two different things. Um, Do you need a therapist? Do you need a business coach? Do you need a business specialist? Figure out which one you need and get there. So that when you have these days when you're feeling low and you're feeling like drained and you don't have that drive, you can be able to tell them how you're feeling and express that in a safe place with someone that is dedicated to seeing you win, that wants to see you win. But talking about your business with friends, with families, um, with acquaintances, with potential leads, talking about you know your business like it's a charity or a GoFundMe or a project, 
it's not going to get you those sales and it's not going to help your brand representation. So again, be loyal to your business the way that you're loyal to other people. You're loyal to other people's dreams. You would never talk down on someone else's dreams, your friend's dreams or your family member's dreams. You would never talk down on someone else's business or their goals. So why is it so easy you know, for you to say so many negative things about yours? Half the time, people are not even asking for negative things. I've, I've had business owners say things like, I've talked to them and asked them about their brand and stuff. Um, hey, so how's your business? Oh, it's new and I don't have any customers. Got a business, but I don't have any customers. Okay. All right. So what else? You know, oh, well, I'm struggling with this and I can't. Okay. So what exactly <laughs> as a customer, what exactly are you, are you promoting here? What are you providing? What service? <laughs> Fine is giggling. What service are you providing here so that I know what I'm purchasing? What am I buying into? Because it sounds to me like I need to be buying out when you say things like that, when you have that energy. It's okay not to be perfect. Of course, it's okay to share your goals or your dreams with your clients. But anyone who is not an employee um, or on your team or someone that you have contracted to work for your business, those kind of conversations don't need to happen. When people ask you about your business, how's business? It's going very well. I'm actually in the middle of uploading some new products as we speak. What's going on with your brand? I actually made some really amazing changes. I got a new um, Facebook business page. I have a new this. I got a new manager. I'm doing this. I'm going to be interviewed. What are the positives? What's going on with your brand? Why are they looking at you and saying that you're the specialist? Because if I look at you and I just see someone who needs help, you're not in the role of a specialist. And that's what you want to be in when it comes to your clients. They want to know when they're coming to you, they're coming to receive a service or a product or insight, not to receive a story as to why things just aren't working out because that doesn't tell them anything about your industry and what you do. So that's that's the um, feedback that I'm giving. Um, also, to people who, to the business owners out there who, and this is not everybody, but if you're, some people use business owning. I mean, <laughs> let me find a way to wear this. So sometimes people think that there's a tactic in talking, <laughs> in talking about things that are going wrong or what's not happening well in your life or, you know, basically pushing what's bad onto your, your customers and your audience. There's a tactic in that. People will shop with you. And it is true. Some people will shop with you to support you, to help you, um, because they feel like they need to help you. But you're supposed to be helping them. So instead of focusing on the problems, let's focus on the solution that you're providing so that when they go to your page, they're ready to see, oh, when I click on Vanya's Travel Squad, I know I'm about to get updates on all of the amazing things going on with travel. When I go to travel with MJ, I know she's about to share with me some of the new travel laws or, you know, some of the new carry-on laws that I need to know. When I go to Empowering Financial Services, I know that I can go and get me a free consultation for financial assistance. Not when I go to, you know, financial Empowering Financial Services, I know that she's going to tell me about, you know, how, I don't know, her baby toe is hurting and now she has to go get surgery on her toe. And I mean, these things are, <laughs> life is life and life, life is lifing, right? And I get it. <laughs> and I get it. But I didn't come here to learn about your pinky toe. I came here to learn about what service you're providing because your, your page said empowering financial services, not empowering financial toes. So that is why it's very important. Make sure you're bringing a solution and make sure you're bringing that business mindset <laughs> and be loyal to your business. Okay. If you're not going to talk about somebody else's dream, why would you dare talk about yours? 
people ask you about your brand, talk about it with the utmost respect and bring up all of the amazing things that it provides. All right. That is my topic. That is my feedback. Now we're going to go ahead and move to Vanya from Vanya's Travel Squad. And she's going to be talking about her topic. Um, so Vanya, if you could just go ahead and, and brace us. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, I'm so happy to be back for part two. Part two. Okay. So today my topic is uh, not being spoon fed. Okay. Um, there are a lot of businesses out there that work um, side by side with partners. Um, they work side by side with vendors. Um, any business that you have, you definitely um, need to be knowledgeable, correct? Right? Knowledge is power, right? Um, and you don't want to be spoon fed, right? You got to get out there and grind and and get the knowledge that you can because guess what you'll feel um well me i know me um i feel so much better when i discover things on my own right of course there's going to be times that there's going to be something that you just can't figure out right and better to ask for help right when you really need better to ask for help right than to go ahead and do something and then find out later on that you just did a biggest mistake or or you did it wrong. You know what I mean? So my my thing is um, Google is free. Yo, you heard? You heard, right? Google is free, right? So if there is something with me, if there's something that I'm trying to figure out and I can't figure it out, I, I have multiple, I have plethora ways to go before I go and ask. Me, I, I, I'm prideful. I wanna be able to figure it out on my own, right? Before I go and ask, right? So I'm sure with the business that I'm in, there are many avenues to go check out before I have to go ask the question, right? Definitely, there are people there um, um, more knowledgeable than me, been in the business longer than me, and they are more than happy to help me, right? But I feel so such gratification when I do it for myself, right? I do it for myself. So my thing is, if you're in a business, you're starting out, you're fresh, you're new, get with people that are in the same field, right? That are of the same mindset, right? And if you need to ask questions, ask questions. In the beginning, for sure. For sure. But you five years in, you still asking? Come on. Come on. Right? So let's try. Um, what I'm, I'm saying, what somebody should have told you, is with me, and I'm sure with a lot of people in business, you have to be on top of your game. Right? So if there are resources out there for you to gain knowledge, right, in the travel field, you have to be on it because things are changing and changing and changing. So you got to make sure to keep your knowledge up, right? Because that's the only way you'll be able to really service the clients that are coming your way, right? Google is free. Knowledge is power. And that's me. 
Uh, yes, clap, snaps. If y'all want to, you know, turn on your audio, you are more than welcome to turn it on. Um, MJ, please, please come on, turn this audio on and say what you just put in this comment. <laughs> in this chat, Google is free and knowledge is power. Girl, I love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, what I put over here in these comments, I said Google University and YouTube College of Art and Design. Get to work. Okay. Get, 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 to, get to work. If I stay on this one too long, it was, it was the YouTube College and Art and Design that got me. It, 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 you know, you don't, YouTube shows you. Visual learners, Everything. Google, yeah. you know, if you're one of those who have to read, you know, it, it use it, y'all. Just use it. Be proactive. Come on. <laughs> What'd you say, Stephanie? Don't look for somebody, don't look for somebody else to solve your problems, man. You know? Just 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 yeah. do yeah. if you I, do I, the I research and you and you and you and you um apply yourself, mm -hmm. you'll be good. And of course, there are going to be situations where you you have to ask help, right? So ask for help when it necessary. I love that. And please emphasize when necessary. Please emphasize it because um, listen, there's there's a time and a listen. There's something in you that tells you, okay, I can do this myself, or let me just Google it, let me just look it up. And then there's something in you that mm -hmm. says. Let me get someone who can help me in this area. I, I don't want yeah. anybody out there like I can do it, and then you go and mess up something that's irreversible exactly. and you can't come back from it. No, we're not exactly. saying that because something mm -hmm. you know you will need to get find you that specialist. But what Vanya is saying here is to take the initiative that's the word, take the initiative yeah. to go and do it yourself. So important. Um, and I love that topic, take, Vanya. And when you said that, keep you notes. um brought some take notes, you said what <laughs> take notes yes, and keep take notes. <laughs> Yes, take notes. That's a big one. Take initiative to do it yourself. Um, what's another one? Oh, okay. So while we're here, while I have everybody here, you yep. can chime in if I you want to. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I stay with my notebook. I stay with my notebook. Yes, the notebook, the notebook is important. Like just take the notes, take the initiative to do it yourself. Make people, even when you go and you ask for help or you're getting assistance or whatever it is, make sure people know that you mean business because um this is another thing. Somebody, let me go ahead and put this screen on real because Ryan, you didn't make me um let me just get on here real quick. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna go into for too long. Somebody should have told you <laughs> that when you ask someone for assistance or help to listen, listen, like get the information. Don't be that person that that you ask them what color are we wearing today, and then they send you a message saying we are wearing blue and yellow, and then you come back later and say what color are we wearing today. Active oh, listening you show and up active reading. Yeah, or you show up in red. Active listening and active reading will get you so far. Somebody should have told you that active listening and reading is going to save your life when it comes to business because I can't tell you how much time has been wasted um, from people just not reading, just in the beginning, not reading. All you had to do was read the sentence and then you would have known exactly what you needed to know. You wasted that time. And sometimes it is just, it's baffling, but it really does happen. So active listening, active reading, taking the initiative, go one step further. I know our brains, because we're in this world where everything does everything for us, our brains are sometimes wired to let things do it for us, but use them, use them actively. Because if you don't, you don't use it, you lose it. 
So if you don't keep that mindset of like, okay, there's a problem, what's the solution? Let me do some research. Let me let me reach out. Let me figure out what I need to do on my end. If you don't have that mindset, you will lose it. And you become the person where people aren't coming to you to solve their problems because you, you, you're not coming to anybody. You're only coming to people for help and you need assistance. We, we got to get out of that. And like you said, Vanya, after a certain amount of time or years, you know, you get that, that 60 to 90 day period, um, probationary period, whatever you want to call it. And then after you step out of that, you are no longer brand new. Now it's, it's, it's time for you to take that initiative to go get what you need to get to the next level. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. So you just got a two in one combo over here. Vanya, you just pulled that out of me. I forgot about that topic. Um, so the next person that we're going to have come on is actually Stephanie and she's here to talk about business structure. So Stephanie, if you could just join us and let us know what, what is it that somebody should have told me? Well, somebody, (laughs) (laughs) somebody should have told you that you need to have some structure in your business. What does that mean? You cannot go out willy-nilly just doing things, whether you're a service-based business, whether you're project product-based, you need to have structure. What does structure look like to you? Let's take, for example, for most of us that have nine to five jobs, you have specific tasks that you're assigned to do in your position, right? Why not use what you use in your nine to five in your business? So what are the tasks that you need to set up for your business? What that will help lead to your structure. I cannot tell you how many times I've encountered business owners where I've, I'll contact you for a service that you advertise or a product that you advertise. And I have, I may have questions about ingredients or I may have questions about um, with the service, what it, what does it really entail? Cause you're, your website doesn't list, you know, all the information that you think consumers will benefit from. What, and you wonder why people don't come shop with you or come ask you questions or book a, an appointment with you because you don't have your things in place. You don't have things in place for your business. And without that, how are people supposed to find you? How are people supposed to trust you? Like um, Vanya just said, you... <laughs> You you need to make sure that you have people in the industry that you can reach out to. You can have mentors and so on that you can reach out to. Use the things that they tell you to apply to your business, or you can tweak it to make it your own. But there are people out there for a reason. And I'm in a finance, I'm in a service-based business. So I'm strictly services. I don't sell products, I don't make products, I don't do any of that stuff. So if somebody comes to me and asks me a question that I, on something that I offer, I should be confident in what I say and make sure that I'm doing the correct things. Now, when you're setting up a business, whether you are a brick and mortar, a virtual business, um, whatever it is, there are so many things that fall into place with that. There are people that are looking to become LLCs. You need to figure out how to do that properly in your state. You need an EIN number. If you need a business bank account, you need the structure will help the flow of your business go so smoothly where there were there are no gaps, no holes, none of that, where people can start questioning your ability to service them, questioning your 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 expertise. I have worked personally with Travel with MJ, and my experience with her was phenomenal. And I never not one time while I was on my vacation had to call her and say, this wasn't right. They told me this, the car wasn't ready. 
this is not what I asked for. This is not the room I booked. Like everything went so seamlessly. That's how it should be when people come to your business. It should be a seamless process because then you'll have repeat customers over and over and over because they know they had that first experience with you. Everything was great for them. You were able to answer questions. You were able to guide them and they listened to what you said and you were able to like, you know, next time around, I'm not going to go with nobody else. I'm going to go back to this person because I had such a great um, time with them, such a great experience. That's why having your structure in place is important. You want to have repeat customers because those customers are going to tell other people about you. And that's how you grow. You don't grow from having a thought of, hey, maybe I should do X, Y, and Z. And then you're Bill Gates. It doesn't happen like that overnight. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes passion. It takes perseverance. But in order for you to get there, you need to understand that your processes need to be put in place. You need to understand that you are keeping up with regulations. Like for me, I have to keep up with um, CEs every two years. I have to renew that. It's like renewing your license over and over every two years in the insurance industry because you want to make sure you're keeping up with the regulations. And if someone has a question, you can answer the question appropriately and effectively. So that's my, my experience with business structure. I hope you guys get something out of it. And I hope that it is something that will help you in your business. I'm just going. I'm just talking over here in silence. I'm sorry, y'all. Can everybody hear me okay? Let me know if you can hear me in the comments. Just yes. it, put a hand up. Let me know if you can hear me. <laughs> so what I was saying was, I really do. Um, I love that feedback. I know a lot of people can benefit from that because um, like you were saying, planning structure is very important. And if you're a business owner and you just listen to that message and you've already started your business, it's never too late to perfect your business plan. If you don't have one, it's never too late to create one. I was talking with someone about the importance of planning your business and they were like, oh, I never created one. So I guess it's kind of too late. I'm like, no, it's not too late. Create your plan now. You can have a business plan for the next three years. It's never too late to go back to the drawing board and finalize things. And um, what's the word? Refine them. And then something else you mentioned too. So, you know, you wonder why people will ask you questions if you don't have the information on the products or you don't have the benefits or you don't have the details. Of course, they're going to have some questions. And I also want to remind business owners in that time that you are growing and elevating your business and learning how to better attract your audience and how to better speak to them. Be patient because you wanting them to be patient with you as well. Don't make people feel like they can't ask a question about a product. Um, if they ask what the ingredients are, it's it shouldn't be a secret serum. I mean, if you got special ingredients, I need to I need to know what I'm putting on my face. You know, if they want to know what's inside of the food. I, I need to know what I'm putting in my body. So come on now. And I mean, some people have that thing. Well, they say, oh, well, when you walk into uh, a fast food restaurant, nobody asks for the ingredients in there and they, they sell terrible things. Of course they do. But you know, the difference between a very popular fast food restaurant and your business, marketing, funding, that's the difference. 
So you're not starting at the same level as where they are right now. They didn't even start at that level. They started as a small business. They didn't just poof, we're here. We had to build. So with that being said, you're not on that level. And you have to understand that your customers will have questions. And sometimes even when you have the information, they might still have some questions. So learning that it is going to happen and rewiring your mindset to instead of, I can't believe she asked me about um, this ingredient. Instead of that, say, hey, I see that this is a question that's being asked. Maybe I need to go back and look at the way that I'm approaching this or the way that I'm selling this or the information that I'm putting in there. So just another tidbit, let's rewire that mindset because it is true. Stephanie, I have heard people say things like, I just don't get it. Or I can't believe she asked me. She, she, she had questions and then everybody's brains are different. Maybe you do have all the information, but I still want to ask a question. You make me feel like I can't ask a question. I don't know if I need to be shopping with you because what happens when I give you my money? Like, am I safe? That's what people want to know. That's the real question they want to ask at the end of the day. Am I in good hands? So if you can't answer that without them calling you and when they call you, then we might need to look at a different way of structuring our business. So I love that feedback. Did anyone else want to add on to, to um, what Stephanie had to say piggyback before we move to the next topic? Go ahead, MJ, please do it. You know, you can take your mic off if you want to. You can take your mic off. Let us know. I'll be trying not to act too bad up here. Um, piggybacking just a little bit off of what she said. If, if there are questions that multiple people have, here might be a suggestion. You know, they're called FAQs. Post them somewhere. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, post them somewhere. Make a, make, go back to YouTube College of Art and Design and make you a graphic with your FAQs. So maybe it's just the, it's a maybe, language for me. Maybe, just maybe, they won't ask you that question. They still won't ask questions. <laughs> it won't be that question. If you have done Very your true. if you have done your work, make sure that you show your work. Your FAQs is you showing your work. If you get tired <laughs> of the same question, if you're getting tired of the same okay. question, FAQ section. Please and thank you. The teacher in MJ is coming out right now. Just so y'all know, she is also an educator. Is. So just show, show, <laughs> show your work. I need y'all to understand yeah. this is coming from an educator. But no, you are very right. FAQs are very helpful. That's another free tidbit that you just dropped for some business owners that maybe they don't have one. And it can be something as simple as creating a flyer that you send to them when they purchase or before they're purchasing. When they have an inquiry, put the flyer at the end of the email. These are things that you can do and it will help with credibility. So I love that feedback, MJ. That's amazing. All right. So let's move to the next topic of the night. And that is travel with MJ. So MJ is coming on to present a topic for us. Go ahead. All right. So before I get started, I do want to say I wanted to say this publicly. Um, I do appreciate your business, Stephanie. I enjoyed working with you. It has been a pleasure. But you kind of touched a little bit on what I'm getting ready to talk about here. Um, <laughs> somebody should have told y'all, don't be compromising yourself to make a quick buck. I said what I said. Right. Now. As Stephanie told you, she's worked with me personally. Here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not putting somebody in a place, in a room, in a car. I'm not putting anybody in a situation that I would not put myself in. 
if I would not buy, if I would not rent out a one star motel six type of situation, I'm not putting my clients in it. I'm not, I'm not. If I can't tell you how the um, policies work at Enterprise when it comes to renting a car, which I can tell you the policies for Enterprise up and down because I rent cars religiously, I'm not putting somebody in there. I'm not doing it. I'm not compromising my business for a quick buck. And I'm not compromising myself for a quick buck. Now, let's talk about that part. Sorry, I feel like I'm coming back into part one a little bit. But let's talk about it. There are some business owners that are willing to compromise their business rules, their business structure. There are uh, business owners who are compromising everything that they stand against for money. Um, I've worked with you know, these ladies on this screen. And I know that's not something that I'm going to receive from them. Now, yes, my clients want the best. Yes. And I'm going to give them the best. But if they have a budget that I can't meet without me compromising their safety, I'm not doing it. I'm not compromising any because because it's going to come back on you, business owners, that you put them in a one-star room with rats and roaches and everything else that don't nobody want to come home with. And you're going to hear something about it. Word of mouth travels so fast that if you did that, they, the first thing they're going to tell you is, don't book with that person. She's going to put you in a rat motel. Another thing that I'm not compromising, and this is going back to the educator in me, I'm not compromising my due dates unless I absolutely have to. As Vanya is another travel agent um, in the industry, we know um, deadlines are important. So if I give you a due date and you don't meet that due date, you're going to lose that money. Because if I give you the very, very last deadline, if if your vacation payment was due on October the 31st, 2023 at 11.59, and I told you October the 20, 31st, 2023 at 11.59 p.m., and you don't have that money on October the 31st, 2023 at 11.59, your booking is going to be canceled. And then you're going to come looking at me, come talking about some, well, I needed a little bit more time. Okay. I did too. No, ma'am. No ham. And no turkey. We're not compromising here. Because the minute you start compromising, it's just like going into a store. When you go into the store as a customer, a customer is going to pull whatever antics they can to leave out of their pain as little as possible. Oh, this manager gave me a dis this discount before. Oh, this manager said I could have this for free since it was already going in the trash anyway. Oh, this person said this. Oh, this person said that. The minute that you become a flip-floppy business is the day that you become a flip-floppy business and you have flip-floppy sales. If you are not staying consistent with 
everything. You're not if you're compromising yourself for a quick buck, that's what you're gonna be known for. Oh, she just wanted a quick buck from you. Don't book from her. She's not gonna give you quality. I'd rather be known as a tough business owner that is going to make sure that my clients get everything that they need from start to finish. Because if you've worked with me, you know my motto. You don't talk to anybody. You talk to me and I talk to them. The minute that I compromise and give you customer service phone number, you're no longer needing me. What am I doing? So now we are not compromising. We are elevating our standards. And if, if, and I'm going to keep this part short. If the customer cannot understand or respect your elevated standards, they're not the one. But I'm going to leave that part alone. And that's all that I have for you today. That was um, MJ from Travel with MJ. Cutting, cutting up at our Somebody Should Have Told You Part 2. Um, <laughs> But you had some really great points, um, MJ, and I love the fact that you talked about not compromising because it, it is very true. There's a book called um, The One Page Marketing Plan, and I believe it's written by Alan Did. And in that book, he talks about commodities. He talks about businesses that try to compete um, by compromising. So because maybe you see that one business is selling their, their products for, okay, you sell t-shirts and you sell your t-shirts for $30. You look to the next of you and you see that another business is selling their t-shirts for $10. So you drop it to $10. Then they drop it to $5. So you drop it to $5. And we just keep going. We just keep compromising until we wake up and look at our sales and see, okay, I sold 50 shirts this week, but I sold them for $5 each. And it cost me $10 to make the shirt. I haven't made anything. This doesn't help me. It doesn't benefit. It doesn't suit me. So I love the fact that you talk about that because you can't make those kind of compromises. The flip floppy is very true. Like you, once you, you teach people how to treat you and that goes for life and that goes for business. So if you're teaching them that, you know, what you say is not what you're standing on, that's what they're going to treat you like. That's how they're going to approach you. That's what they're going to expect from you. But if you walk and you speak with a certain level of expectations that you have, that you will always execute with your business, that's what they're going to expect from you. And I have to learn that myself, too, because when I first started in business, um, let me not say in. Well, yeah, when I first started business, not just owning my own business, but being a business manager, being a store manager for other brands. Compromise was something that was so normal at one point. I just became so comfortable with it because at that point I felt like I have to. If I don't do it, you know, what, what's going to happen? The world world's going to end. So even though, yes, this is my off day, I'll compromise. I'll just come in anyways. Yes, um, I am supposed to be leaving at this time, but I'll compromise. I'll just stay later. Yes, I'm supposed to be doing this, but it's okay. I'll compromise. I'll do this. And it just became so normal. When I got my own business, when I started running my own brand, I realized that compromising wasn't it wasn't going to help me the way that I thought it was going to help me thinking that being there and being accessible to people at all times of the day. And I said, people, I didn't say client being accessible to people at all times of the day is going to help you somehow is not the way to go. Um, trying to bend over backwards um, to take care of someone bending over backwards is not going to help you in general, because once you're um, pushing and stretching yourself so thin to where you're not able to perform at the level you're supposed to, your quality decreases. 
So we have to stop with compromising and we have to focus on how we're going to pleasantly surprise someone. How are we going to um, accommodate them? How are we going to take care of them? How are we going to create an amazing experience? But compromising, that's not something that anyone should be doing. You should have your standards and expectations. So I like the fact that you talked about that, MJ, because it's very true. So I, I think that we all mentioned some really great topics tonight on Somebody Should Have Told You. Just a quick little recap. If you're joining a little later, you can go back and watch the podcast or the rewind if you're watching this live. But um, we talked about that business mindset, you know, how you speak about your business, being loyal to your dreams. We talked about not, not getting comfortable with being spoon fed, you know, step out there, ask questions, learn more about how you can elevate your brand. We also talked about business structure having a structure for your business, understanding about your brand, being able to speak with confidence and experience, and then not being shocked if people are asking questions when you're not able to provide that information just yet. Um, we also talked about not compromising your business. So these are all really great topics that somebody should have told you. Of course they didn't. It's not really their job to tell you. I don't want you guys walking around thinking, you should have told me. Don't do that. Um, the title is really just a play on the idea that these are things that people really are thinking, customers, shoppers, peers, and they just don't have the opportunity to tell you. Maybe you're not as close. Take this and do something with it. Everybody's business is going to be different. There may be information that you hear today that you already know or that you just needed a reminder on. There may be new information that might hit you a certain way. But what I always tell people to do is take it, go back to the drawing board and look at what can benefit your business. Just try it out. Test it out. Document it. If it works, keep going. If it doesn't, try something different. But you can't be afraid of hearing that honest feedback from people who are actually small business shoppers, not just people talking about it. They actually do shop and support small businesses. So it's great information and it's free information that you're able to hear today. So I just want to say thank you so much to all of our guests. I really appreciate you all joining. Um, and thank you all so much for listening to the Boss Bay Blog Podcast. And we will see you at Somebody Should Have Told You Part 3. So thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. <clears throat>